Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Last weekend, poker champion and co-host of ESPN.com's weekly poker show, ESPN Inside Deal, Bernard Lee was in town for the World Series of Poker circuit event. Now, this guy has four tournament titles and has won over $2 million in career earnings. We thought you'd like to hear from Bernard because he has managed to build a thriving career around his passion, poker. That career includes ESPN gig. He's also a poker columnist, internet and radio show host, television, internet commentator, and author. This guy is all in for poker. His name's Bernard Lee, and poker's the place to be, oh, chip-up skill is the key. Welcome to the show, Bernard. Thank you very, very much. I think I'm going to have to get the copyrights and put that on my radio show. (laughs) Okay, now you have built a multimedia persona around poker. You play the game, you write about it, report about it, and even have a radio show about it. So when did this passion for poker start? Well, I've been playing poker ever since I was young. My father and his brothers, uh, a.k.a. my uncles, and then their friends, every holiday time after eating, the women would go and put the kids to bed, and then the men would go to the living room and start playing poker. Okay. I would sit at the top of the stairs and slowly inch my way down step by step and listen to these men basically argue and tell each other how dumb they were. (laughs) (laughs) And that had a strange attraction, right? (laughs) Yeah, it had a really weird effect. My dad started teaching me when I was pretty young because I was inquisitive about it. And so I started playing and I would say I've had a pretty regular home game since college. Got an MBA, uh, got a couple degrees uh, back in Boston. Okay, now you graduated from Harvard with a biology degree. Had to have been an accidental career. Yeah, I mean... I think it's really tough to say, oh, I'm going to be a professional poker player. First of all, the stigma behind it. You know, when I was playing poker in the 90s and the early 2000s, you know, people thought of poker as a backroom, cigar-filled thing with, you know, sweaty old men. So when I played a home game every Wednesday or Thursday night and came into work exhausted, you weren't looked upon very well. You couldn't say, oh, I'm really tired because I was up all night playing yeah, poker. That, that wasn't going to fly with the boss. Let's put it that way. Uh-huh. But in 2003, a gentleman named Chris Moneymaker out of Tennessee lived the dream of everyone. And it was really kind of a whirlwind of poker where he qualified online, was a complete amateur, had never played in this big stage before, beat out 838 other opponents and became the world champ. And it became called the moneymaker effect. And I got swept up in it. And, you know, they also had what they called, which is so commonplace now, but back then wasn't, it was whole cams, which basically allowed the fans at home to know what cards these players had before then it was like watching paint dry you know Mm -hmm. they're doing all of this action blah 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 and then all of a sudden you have no idea what they're holding Mm -hmm. so from 2004 summer to 2005 i really committed my entire free time to doing this i read every book imaginable i played in a lot of tournaments every vacation was a tournament time Uh Uh, my wife literally said you should have a phd in poker you have so many books you've read i qualified for the 2005 world series main event and i almost didn't go um the story is my wife literally almost died giving birth to our second child um, in late april Okay. And when that happened, obviously, you know, fear hits you. I already had a two-year-old son, but right before I was about to head out, she had this tumor that was on her ovary. Fortunately, it was a benign tumor. They took it out. She was fine. 
but I wouldn't say two days before I was about to leave, she had some massive complications. And I literally told the people I qualified online with that I wasn't going to come. My wife is a doctor and they always say doctors are the worst patients. So she was just not taking her pain meds. And that's really all it was. The doctor said, you're fine. So I flew my sister-in-law in to take care of her. My in-laws were in town as well. I will say my family and her family were not happy that I was leaving to play a stupid game, quote unquote. Okay. Um, yeah. But as I said, my wife, she watched me do this for a full year. Uh -huh. And um, God bless her. She said, listen, this is your passion. You've wanted to do this forever. Go do it. Wow. So, so you had her blessing. Yeah, I did. And, you know, I'm not a dumb man. I've been married 18 years. You know, if everyone else said it was okay and she said no, I'm yeah, staying. Right. Uh, but fortunately, it was the other way around. Everyone said, you're crazy. I can't believe you're leaving your wife. She said to me, she goes, if you cash, and by the way, cashing at that time was about $10,000. She said, if you cash, do I have to throw you a party or something? Uh -huh. and I, but I said to her jokingly, if I cash in the six figures, then you can throw me a party. Uh -huh. uh, if you're just joining us here on the Mulberry Lane Show, we're talking with poker pro Bernard Lee, and he's telling us about his time in the 2005 World Series of Poker main event. Back to the story. The next thing you know, I get on such a run. Um, I have a great first day, the best first day I ever had. ESPN started picking up my story. I had pictures of my kids at the table because the story as ESPN picked it up was, it's such a hard game. There's so much pressure. There's so much stress. And every time I was all in for my tournament life, I just looked down at my kids and I go, you know what? If I'm out, so what? I get to go home to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, okay. it was a great kind of story that picked up. And day three, I told my wife I made the money. She was like, that's great. Eat well, relax, you know, <laughs> sleep well. Uh, day four, uh, I was doing really well. I think I had made like 70000 at that point. Okay. And she's like, that's fantastic. We're so happy for you. We can't wait to see you when you come back. And then day six rolled around. I broke the six-figure mark. And I called her. I was going to tell her. I said, get the guest list ready. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, she immediately says to me in this stern voice, don't talk to me, get back at the table and start paying attention. We are following online, go. And at that moment, I knew, wow, this is taking to another level if my yeah. wife is into this. Wow. Yeah, it was no more, have a good time, relax. Yeah. Long story short, as I finished 13th, and uh, I wrote this blog for PokerStars.com, which is where I qualified online. Mm. Uh, it was really cathartic. It was like this, you know, letting out of everything that happened. And next thing you know, ESPN, Boston Herald, all these places said, hey, you write pretty well. Would you like to write for us? And wow, cool. there goes my career. All of a sudden, I start writing for ESPN which is like the dream of every hot-blooded male out there. Uh -huh. um, but for my hometown paper, the Boston Herald, a couple years later, I got my own radio show. And then I wanted uh, my first title. And, uh, you know, I looked at my wife and I said, listen, I've made over 800000 doing this thing. How about I give this thing a shot? And we gave it a shot. And next thing you know, seven years later, I'm still doing this. Wow. wow. So it was really that main event that you were able to give up your prior career and then do this for a living. To be honest, I stayed in my career for two more years. Okay. Um, I was a senior manager, you know, being in line for a director and, you know, who knows from there. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to just give it up. And so all of my vacations during the next two years literally was playing poker. It's been an incredible ride. And I would think it's very similar to your guys' story. You do what you love yes. and it's not a job. There's right. no way this is a job. You know, I did everything I could to be ready for this main event. I literally slept 10 12 hours the week or two before my wife literally joked at me saying you're like rocky i would run every day i would eat well i mean i was trying to be as ready as i possibly could be and uh you know i told her if i could put one week together something special could happen and as i said on espn i think here it is
Wow. And you finished 13th. That's correct. I finished 13th. What we call in the business five outed on the river. In other words, he only had five outs to beat me, which basically means that he's I'm a 90% favorite to win the hand. If I win that hand, I double up and I probably make the final table, uh, which is a difference of $600,000. I won 400000 Ninth was a million. Um, and who knows from there? You know, anything can happen from there. Had I uh, made the final table and made, let's say, a million and a half, I'm not so sure if I would have worked this hard. I think I, I would have just thought I was such a great player and I would have quit my job. Literally the next Monday I went back there mm-hmm. and being offered a job writing for outlets, I would have been like, what do I need to do that for? I don't want to do that. you know. And yeah. so it really made me work harder. Working for ESPN, we did a show a few years back called ESPN Inside Deal where I was the host. I literally was on a sports center desk and mm-hmm. was the analyst for all the males out there who are listening You know, when you watch NFL live i was steve young basically I was, <laughs> it was just literally a dream come true i bet stay with us here on the mulberry lane show more with poker pro bernard lee when we come back from the break 